What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Friday, November 22nd, 2019. I am your host, Imran Khan, and joining me today is FM3 underscore, the best wrists in the business, Fran Mirabelle III. Wow, that's it. I clearly didn't read all of this. So that came out of Gamescast this week. That did. We if were you, wrist modeling. Yeah, if you were a Patreon, sirens are on our end. Yep. If you are a Patreon subscriber, you would have seen Gamescast yesterday. That's right. Where during our pre-show, we found out Fran has the best wrist. I in really the don't think that at all. But anyway, I appreciate it. He the was company. bragging about them the entire pre-show. It's like <laughs> okay. I could be a hand model. Look at the wrist with the watch, and you like place it on the cup. No, now that I did do, but I never said those other things. Uh, anyway, happy to be here. Uh, so much news today. <laughs> so much. Just We're tons. just bursting at the seams and not at all trying to fill time. There wasn't. <laughs> this, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, where you run you through all the nerdy video game news that's fit to hear. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. To be part of the show, head to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where bronze members are above get to write in, and silver members are above get the show ad-free. If you don't if you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, or listen later by searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily on podcast services around the globe. Kevin, how you doing today? Doing solid. Awesome. I just want to make sure solid. I give you a shout out. Today's stories include Resident Evil 3 Remake reportedly exists, Final Fantasy XIV may be coming to PlayStation 5, and it's Friday, so there's really not a whole lot else. Yeah. First off, a little bit of housekeeping. There's a London meetup today with Greg Tim. If you want, I did it as one name because yeah, it's one so, person. You know, yeah. that's Greg one Tim. person now. Yes. They <laughs> On the flight over, they like traveled through like some sort of like time and space yeah. continu- continuum issue. It's like the last thing. Mo- yeah. The Greg Tim, go see Greg. The Tim. Greg Tim, yeah. Grim. That's today. If you don't Trendy. have tickets, you're probably out of luck. There are a bunch of community meetups though, so go to the kind of funny subreddit to look for pe- what people are doing and where their meetups are doing. So if you're in London and you just want to hang out, there's probably some kind of funny best friends to hang out with. I want to thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack, Zach Parsley, and Mohammed Mohammed. Today we're brought to you by Third Love, Upstart, and Quip, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news! We got two stories today. The Baker's Dozen! Dozen, dozen, dozen. First off. According to sources, Resident Evil 3 Remake is coming in 2020. This is from Eurogamer by Tom Phillips. Capcom will follow its successful Resident Evil 2 remake with a new version of Resident Evil 3, a report today suggests. This comes from YouTuber Spawnwave, who said it was on track for a 2020 launch. Eurogamer has heard of the project also. Sources close to its development suggest that it has been in development for some time. Although the franchise's upcoming multiplayer portion, Project Resistance, is currently being Mm -hmm. given the spotlight. Development on the game has been hinted at, more or less, by Capcom itself in the past. The developer suggested more remakes of its classic back back catalog would follow if Resident Evil 2 sold well. And considering the positive fan response to the brilliantly creepy Resi 2 redo, the fact Resi 3 is in development should be of little surprise. It's terrifying... It's terrifying Mr. X with a standout, and the modding scene went to town, putting him in a thong and turning him into Thomas the Tank Engine. While we wait, the impressive Resident Evil 3 HD texture pack gives us a glimpse at what the game might look up, look like. Capcom has declined to comment when contacted by Eurogamer. So this is a really badly kept secret. Yeah, I mean, first of all, it doesn't surprise me. It's like right. we had to just choose what was coming next, and... I don't think anybody thought Code Veronica was actually going to be the one, and yeah. you know, Resident Evil 2 came out, so gee, I wonder what's going to come next. I mean, so the, like, the history of Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, and Code Veronica is all very interesting, mm-hmm. and like the short version is they were making Code Veronica as Resident Evil 3, 
Uh, this might be apocryphal. This might be a thing that actually has gotten proven wrong over time. Yeah, but the, let's go with it. I don't know this. The original thing I had heard, which might be a thing they've denied since then, huh. was that they were making Code Veronica for the Dreamcast. And then Capcom was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you making Resident Evil 3, the next mainline Resident Evil game, for a system that's not the PlayStation? Hmm. Because it's not going to sell as well anywhere else. So they're like, all right, well, we're working on a spinoff that's like mostly based on Resident Evil 2. Why don't we just call that Resident Evil 3 instead and then call this Code Veronica? Hmm. That might be now incorrect, kind Could of funny.com slash you're wrong. Wives tale. Yeah. I don't know, though. Shin Mikami might have come down and uh, confirmed that was wrong. Right. But... Regardless. Regardless. It is it, like it does make sense that they're going to move this on. A lot of people think that they share a lot of similar assets, but they don't. Right. Like it's I think it's nine rooms that are exactly the same, but it does have What's a, exactly the same? Nine rooms in the game are exactly the oh, same as Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 3. Yeah. Oh. Because the I game, haven't played it in like a lifetime. So, so Resident Evil really 3 remember. does take place in Raccoon City. It takes place during the evacuation of the city before the nuke mm-hmm. goes off. So they do reuse a lot of assets, yeah. not necessarily the same rooms, but like you, if you wanted yeah, to reuse I mean, a wall, nobody would know. Yeah, I mean, it is Raccoon City still. And like, honestly, I think that's good news for getting another game out quickly. I was thinking about that too. I'm like, dang, that's a quick turnaround. The only thing I will say about this story that I'm not so sure on yet is if Project Resistance is truly, you know, the next one in the spotlight. Right. Um, and, you know, we don't know exactly how it's going to play out because it's like what co-op online like yeah it's like shared, a yeah asynchronous sh- multiplayer where like one person is the like the monster mm. so i guess sort of like evolve is the idea yeah i know exactly yeah. right but anyway if their focus is on that to have two resident evils in one year i'm i'm feeling this more for march you know february march 2021 i'm just gonna say that mm-hmm. i'm sure it is on track for 2020 and they'll tell the investors that for a while too but like I just feel like it's probably a, an early 2021 thing, especially when they, they decide to, they want it on next gen launch right. slash, you know, well, we need a little time to smooth things out. But, okay. I kind of want like, if you're, we re- don't even know if the game's real yet. So that's my deep conjecture. <laughs> if you're reusing assets from Resident Evil 2, you probably want to beat the new consoles out. You want to have something maybe in the summer because re- summer is a pretty decent time for the Resident summer. Evil. Like, Capcom was originally one of those companies that proved that you could sell games in the summer. So I can understand maybe them doing it. And also, like, they usually have a big Q1 game, and this year they don't. Yeah, but we don't know when um, I know, I don't, I don't, is coming out yet. And Resident Evil yeah. 2 did come about pretty quickly, mm-hmm. um, although not in months quickly. But I, yeah. I, I don't know. We don't know what's up with Resistance. And yeah. it's not, like, in the main classic style, so it is kind of an aside. Let me, it's, yeah. I was going back through, and I'm like, did they ever really release an original Resident Evil product on any year? I don't think that they did. No, I'm what do you just mean? looking at a quick glance at... Wait, um, what do you mean on any year? Two Resident Evil products oh. in the same oh, year. Oh, two Resident Evil in the same Like, year. legit, okay. like, brand new, not like... I'm sure there was... Like, I'm sure there are some spin-offs Ultimate alongside. edition stuff, yeah. but, like, meaning... I'm looking through the timeline on, on Wikipedia, at least, and I was And there like, are, of course, ports and all that, too. Yeah, but I'm like, like it, it doesn't happen, especially in mainline stuff. So, I don't know. Resistance okay. is, like, a new aside, and I'm sure it's another team. So, it's not like the two... Teams are, you mm-hmm. know, I'm sure fighting for those. In that vein, but, here's mm-hmm. a theory I'm throwing out there. What if Resident Evil 3 or Resident Evil Project Resistance is part of Resident Evil 3? What if it's like this is this game's multiplayer <laughs> mode? We tricked you the entire time. And they're all the same. I mean, that would be that'd be amazing. I, I it's I don't know. That's that's a weird theory. Because like that the whole thing with Resistance I, is strange. The way they showed it off, the beta, it is. It like, came, 
out of nowhere. I was hesitating, though, because I'm like, did they clarify it's a new skew? And I feel like they did. And we know that it had been, like, born out of, right, like, the ideas of a long time ago, which was its own standalone game as well, right? Right. Um, there was an, a game that was kicking around a couple, like, about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. that I heard about that was like this, but it wasn't quite, like, it wasn't a Resident Evil game. So I'm kind of wondering from if it's... From Capcom? It, from Capcom. Oh, yeah. So if maybe it's a, they... they yeah. Maybe it's an Assassin's Creed multiplayer kind of thing of like, hey, we just had this other product that like somebody made. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was an indie game at the time that like Ubisoft was publishing or overseeing or whatever, and then it just bought it. And it's like, okay, well now this is the multiplayer to Assassin's Creed. I could see that happening with Resident Evil. I mean, that would be awesome. I feel like I don't know if like you know now that I look at it though, like thinking about it, it was just a CG trailer so far, right? And there was a beta for Resistance. There was a beta. I. What? Either a beta sign up or a beta that already happened. But what did I miss? I don't remember seeing gameplay at all. But I know I, I signed up for a beta. What? Uh, and they right. were like, "No," and I'm like, "I'm pressed." Kind and of they're like, "Okay, slash, you're wrong." <laughs> I'm definitely. I, I'm like, I can't remember seeing any gameplay. But uh, this year's been a blur. Yeah. But what I was getting, I don't think the it doesn't like quite fit in with Resident Evil Three, right? I mean, right. Like but stylistically, I, it's like not. There didn't seem to be anything that pointed to it being in that timeline. But from like a marketing perspective of mm-hmm. I don't we don't know how to release this game a year after Resident Evil 2 that's very similar. What value add can we throw onto it for a 60 bucks? <laughs> I mean, and it's a multiplayer mode. I would love that, but yeah, I I'm I'm doubting it based on everything that we've seen so far. But yeah, yeah. what if it was a marketing? They have done some unique marketing campaigns. Yes. That's for sure. Um so who knows. So Maybe. we're at Resident Evil 3 now in terms of remakes. One was a like a graphical overhaul, didn't really mess with the formula that much, but is well loved. Everyone thinks like that's the definitive edition of Resident Evil One. Two was a major overhaul in almost everything but theme and story. Mm-hmm. Three, we don't know yet, but I'm gonna guess it's following in the you know the footsteps of two. That means, theoretically, the next ones are going to be Code Veronica and Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically. It, and I would love it to see it just to jump to four, but uh, only, I, only because I'm impatient, not because yes. I totally hate Code Veronica or anything like that. I mean, Code Veronica's uh, not super well-liked. Like, it no, has some issues. Yeah, it definitely has some fans and not, not so many fans as well, but yeah. Yeah, I'm just excited for us to get to a remake yeah. of four. And I said that before, I think, when we were saying what's coming next. Will they go chronologically or not? This was a discussion on Gamescast. I think it might have actually been right before you got on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had the discussion not, that where my mind was at. I was like, I'd love to see him just jump to four, but they probably won't. You know, why wouldn't you just keep going down? Yeah, the path? if you if you could make the money, why not? But, On the plus, other hand, like Code Veronica was like the reason we have four is because that game was not critically panned, but a lot of people were like, okay, we're kind of doing everything we can do with this formula right now. Mm-hmm. Like, let's move on to something else, which is why we ended up getting the different iterations of four because I kept feeling like it was too close to the old Resident Evil. Right. Yeah, and I was going to say that like redoing 4 is also a, it's a much different task yes. than doing like 3. <laughs> redoing 4 is like, like you're making a Gears of War 5. Yeah, I was about to I mean it'd be they must be deep into talking about how they approach that. But yeah, to your point, like Resident Evil 4 at the time was on, you know, the cutting edge of sort of what technology could do, but also the style that it offered. You know, it still kept the tank controls, but it was able to do action in this intense like Standing in one place and, and yes. shooting stuff, but actually, it's still amazing. I love Resident Evil 4. I pl- I've been playing to, it again recently. It still holds up. It's awesome. Uh, and just like shooting limbs and, and, and heads and specific spots on the body is brilliant. Uh, so, yeah, but you're right. Converting it is like 
you think of the way that games are now and how good they've gotten, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so being able to pull that off, it's going to take uh, years. And so, yeah, they're probably hard at work already at figuring that out. But I would guess, yeah, that's like 2022 or yeah. a ways out. So you found... Uh, you were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is gameplay. I don't know why. Like, I, I didn't remember seeing it. It just nobody talked about it. Like, it was in the beta. The beta yeah. might have been NDA. It's not really like... fun to watch. Yeah, uh, that's what I've heard. resistance footage. I'm just looking at it again. I've heard it's not fun to it's play either. Really? But based on the beta. Yeah. It's it's too early to say. And, and neither of us have played it, so. I Did I play it? No. <laughs> I was going. I it had must a, be really unremarkable if you played it. I, ha I had an appointment and then I got laid off, so I didn't play it. Ah, yeah. It was then. I yes. can understand you having a cloud. <laughs> and all that, so that's, that's fair. But, but it was, yeah, it was one of those things of like, this game looks like a thing, but I'm not. I don't know who's this game, like, Resistance is for necessarily, because, like, Resident Evil multiplayer spinoffs have not actually all been all that successful. Yeah, but, uh, like, and maybe that's a good recap. For those that didn't play 2, they did an amazing job of modernizing, you know, the... Uh, just, uh, I don't want to... Archaic, I feel like, is too harsh a word, but, like, you know... It's, the, an, it's an old SPS1 game. It's yeah. one of my favorite games of all time, yeah, but it's I mean, an old SPS1 game. It's a very game. old game, yeah. A 20-year-old game, almost, uh, or roughly, yeah, when Resident Evil 2 came out. So it's, like, everything from the camera to the way the puzzles worked and everything, it's just, like, they had to modernize a lot. But they did an incredible job and brought the intensity and, like, really, it's scary. Uh, Mr. X was awesome. Um, and so they did such an awesome job. So meaning, like, whatever they do with 3, I have the absolute confidence. Like, putting aside, did you like the story and mm -hmm. everything, like, that's now 20 years old or whatever it's like sorry i just don't think it applies other than you know there's weapons yeah. in that game and enemies that we saw but i think all of them convert to it will be i think an awesome experience yeah i can't see it not being just great based on what they did with two do you think they keep the same jill valentine design as the original game do you remember what she looked like in the resident evil 3 yeah but i'm like the halter like top and Oh, that's what I wanted. Will she be? Yeah, didn't she wear like a mini skirt and like yes. a halter top? Which like the no, reason was like it's will. summer in Raccoon City or something like that. Yeah, I know. I, I'm sure they will modernize all that stuff as well. I but wonder, I bet yeah. you that outfit will absolutely be, be unlockable. One hundred percent. I mean, we saw that in two as well, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's an iconic design. A lot of people really love it, but it's so weird for like I'm. A, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. It's like I'm a member of Stars. Also. I'm wearing a strapless, like, alter top yeah. to fight I, I'm sure they will still riff on it, actually. But, mm -hmm. yeah, like, I, I don't know that a bl bright blue top makes a lot. That definitely seems more like an unlockable costume at this point. Yes, I can definitely so, see it being, in, like, something that they have in the game, but it's not necessarily the main thrust of the marketing. Yeah, exactly. But I also see, like, they have the Mr. X technology now to, like, have him stalk you through the game. Mr. X technology? The Mr. Is X like, technology, yeah. That's, like, a high-end technology like, that he, like you met him at like pre-existing things in the original game and in like the remake it's you he's constantly just after you in certain parts yeah so i kind of wonder if they do that with again with nemesis like again nemesis oh, is like predetermined boss fights yeah but here it's like okay well what if he just always there in the game always like in a real-time raccoon city stalking through it yeah maybe you're right maybe they apply that in the same way and, and twist it up a bit i mean yeah. again i have no doubt they've got all the tools at their disposal based on what two was like two felt like it needed a second chapter so to speak of mm -hmm. like it's a, a solid experience but it's not a super long experience yeah. right? and they like, i think it's absolutely yeah. worth the price of admission and like here we are i feel like okay now you're on to the next yeah. episode so to speak two didn't have the didn't do the A B scenarios as like the PS one game did. I probably think that's one of the knocks against it. But I what were the A B scenarios. So A B scenarios were whichever version you play first will oh, affect the second yes. version. Yeah. 
So they didn't really the play through. Yeah, they didn't yeah. really do that with the remake. They like did some things, but not a whole lot. Like yeah, the Claire you could and Leo play were the very alternate story, yeah. and then I think there were a few things that changed, right? But it wasn't. Yeah, but it wasn't like drain this thing or fill this thing up with water, and then the next person because it didn't make a whole lot of sense. But it was cool. Yeah. But I think maybe they'll probably do something like that with three, just because they know that people were criticizing that with two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. I mean, that would be awesome, especially a way to extend on. I know that was probably one of the biggest complaints like I was getting at was it wasn't a super long experience. But again, I was like, man, for the price of admission, I thought it was a great length and uh, a ton of fun. Yeah. So, I don't know that I would want it to. It would, you know, a, a game's got to have a ramp, mm-hmm. you know, and for the hours that I put in there, like, I don't know that I would want to double it, in other words. Right. right. Like, I felt like I got enough out of Mr. X. I got enough out of the boss fights that were in there and my abilities and, like, you know, now we're moving on to a new part of the story, and like, right? I think that makes a lot. I of feel sense. like this is a, this will be a nice stopgap until we get Resident Evil Eight. <laughs> yeah, and like that was a, a conversation and debate we had as well. Is like, do we think they'll do a remake before we get you know Resident Evil Eight, which mm-hmm. will probably be first person shooter uh, uh, or first person based, I should yeah. say, not a first person shooter, but. Um, now I think we have our answer based on the rumor. So it seems like, yeah, eight's farther out. It kind of makes sense, like, as we were talking about, right? Like, mm-hmm. again, applying the model they took with two, I think it turns pretty quickly into uh, Nemesis, like, yeah. RE3 pretty fast, whereas doing eight, like, that's a whole new concept, yeah. all new worlds, and plus, like we were pointing out, too, it's like, well, who's working on four, and how are we going to tackle that? And it's, it must, it's actually a really nice problem for Capcom to have. They yeah. know all this stuff's going to sell. They've got some past designs that they can work on and use a ton of ideas and assets, and then they can you know, focus on new experiences like 8 as well, and, and 7 was well-received overall. So. Mm-hmm. so Frank Furter writes in, says, Good morning, Imran and Fran. Hot off the press of the rumor wheel is that we will have a Resident Evil 3 Nemesis remake next year, which, after the remake of 2, bodes well for us. However... It hasn't been a year since RE2 Remake release, so I'm wondering if the new game will have been in the works for longer than we imagine, is getting the TLC it deserves, or if it's just going to be a rush job after the tasting of that sweet, sweet success. Thanks for all you do, Frankfurter. I would assume if it's coming out, it came out long, or it's been in development for a couple of years at least. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that once they made enough progress on 2, and it was like what I was getting at, it's like, wait. This works great, this model. Right. So let's get somebody else cooking on converting, you know, all these, you know, old ideas from three in the same way we've been working on two. And, like, again, I think it translates really easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas it's very different, like, what are you going to do for RE8? You know, it's a totally yeah, that's different the big conversation. That requires, yeah. like, a full and, team and, on And it. even four, right? Like, I, get, I feel like we made the comparisons that spell it out. It's like... If you had said the same thing of like, yeah, are they rushing RE4? It's already out next year. I'd be like, yeah, like how'd they, how'd they take all that world? It's huge. There's so much in RE4 and convert it. Whereas like taking RE3 and doing the same treatment as two does not strike me as like, I mean, there's a ton of craft that goes into it. I don't want to undermine it, but like mm-hmm. it seems like it'll be an easier job. And so, yeah, I think probably been in the works for a few years in tandem and um, that's uh, like episodic, like almost like I pointed out, I feel like is the approach they took with this. Yeah. Is like that you could put them together into one big 40 hour experience, but they split it into a, a couple. And I, again, I think it's worth the price of admission. Yeah. And like video game development's a weirdly fluid thing where as certain things on RE2 start winding down, you can start winding them up on other projects. So like, let's say the character modelers on RE2 are like, okay, well we're done now. Where there's nothing really an issue that, like, as the game's polishing up, so where do we move on to next? It's like, okay, well, go make a Jill Valentine model or all that, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, normally you always have, a, I would say, a six to eight month hopscotch between 
like you're getting at is this team is like mostly wrapping up. So yes. what are they moving on to? Usually within a year or six to eight months, like that's going to happen anyway. So yeah, maybe it was extended a bit. But I'm not, I mean, again, I'm not the least bit worried about it. Um, I just can't, yeah. can't see. It seems like they'll have plenty of time. Plus, we don't know when it comes out. It could be the end of the year. Yeah. You said maybe summer. I'm like, I have no idea. Um, I, I thought maybe it would be early 2021. I could see summer plus a release on PS5, Xbox too. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to go with February 2021. <laughs> this is just a rumor. It's not even real yet. Yeah. Will we see it at the Game Awards? Maybe. Game Awards would be a good place to show it off, honestly. I didn't yeah. th- I had not considered it. Yeah. That would be a pretty decent way. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why the rumor's getting out the door, too. Yeah. Maybe some marketing folks are having their conversations, and even yeah. if it's in a small circle. At some circle, point, like, marketing materials it, have to start being Whatever made. Spawn Wave source is, which has been, you know, he's had a few... Uh, yeah, he's uh, had some good co- uh, connections on yeah. things. I forget the last thing Maybe he hit. Maybe it's Jeff like, Keighley. Maybe that's Jeff Keighley. Maybe. I'm sketchy. Jeff would never do that. Were I Keighley, I would leak some show. things of like, hey, maybe this thing is going to happen at the Game Awards. Guess you should watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But that's when he's promoting his own show. It's yes. very different than giving it to somebody else. Speaking of things anyway. that might happen, Final Fantasy XIV director wants to release the game on PlayStation. This is from IGN by Matt Kim. Final Fantasy XIV may be coming to PS5 during a fan event in the UK. Final Fantasy XIV director Naoki Yoshida referred to the PlayStation 5 version of the Square Enix hit Square Enix's hit MMORPG, but the company itself is being a bit more coy about it than the game's director. According to people present at the UK event, Yoshida reportedly said that developers are hard at work on FF14 on PS5. However, when IGN reached out to Square Enix, the county said this was not a confirmation. While not a confirmation, Yoshida said Yoshida-san expressed a hope that Final Fantasy XIV Online may one day appear on the next generation of Sony's console. So even if there isn't official word of Final Fantasy XIV in the works at Square Enix right now, the game's director certainly seems interested in bringing the MMORPG over to Sony's next-gen console. Square Enix has been working on Final Fantasy XIV since 2010. In 2013, a comp- the company released a Realm Reborn, which revitalized the MMORPG, and since then, the company has released three expansions, each better received than the last. The most recent expansion, Shadowbringers, was released this year to critical acclaim. So his exact quote, I wouldn't bother looked up, is what Matt came does just say here, that the developers are hard at work on Final Fantasy XIV on PS5. That is, in my opinion, fairly unequivocal. And the company's like, oh, he just wants it to happen. It's like, no, you're lying. Yeah, it seems like he slipped up. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the confusion. I'm like, how do you backtrack when, you know, um, a game director says that they're hard at work on it now yeah. or on Final Fantasy 14, if that's the exact quote? They're mm-hmm. hard at work on Final Fantasy 14 for or on PlayStation 5. But what does that mean? <laughs> does that mean it's confirmed? Does that mean they've been working on, like, the concept for the pitch to get it approved. And right. like, I mean, I mean, normally yeah. that doesn't happen. Like, and it seems like, you know, they slipped up and they're like, Oh shoot. I thought we already talked about this. <laughs> Am I crazy? Or at XO last week, did they announce Final Fantasy 14 for Xbox one? Don't remember. I, I was Google. on vacation last week and I looked at nothing. Cause that was a very specific there, thing. I, uh, I might be super crazy. Yeah, I don't see any fresh news on that, so maybe you imagine that. Well, no, wait. No, it looks... It says it will finally come... I'm looking at VG247 right now. According to Phil Spencer, um, it will be coming in the future. Sirens. So he he directly says... As far as we got with it. Also, Sirens on our end. Yep. Uh, Yeah, so Phil Spencer says, yes, the MMORPG is coming. It sounds like that's the most we got of it. But anyway, he slipped up. 
And also, I don't think it's much of a stretch. I yeah, think it's that not also, at all if you're stretch. working on PS5, that's more what it's about. You're not supposed to be talking Which about PS5. Which is insane PS5. to me. Yeah, well, but everything goes through Sony until they do the big, big reveal. Right, right? but it's and still so insane that's to the, me. That's my guess is what the real issue is. They're like, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we cannot, until the big reveal event is done, like, we can't be talking about it. But this. to say, like, hey, okay, so people have already said we're working on PS5 games, just not third parties. So, like, Sony, oh, God, what was it? Blue yeah, it's not like it doesn't exist. Like, yeah. Of Blue Point has said it. Guerrilla Games have said it. Like, we're working on PS5 games. Yeah, but then when they release the montage of all the games that are coming to it, but no it one's takes gonna be like, the air out of Holy it, shit, so Final it. Fantasy XIV. No, of course not. It's like, oh, right. Yeah, it's that makes sense. It's not a stretch. I totally, it's, I wouldn't guess for a second that it's not Yeah, coming. it's been on two other places and consoles yeah, already. Of course. I mean. It just, the secrecy surrounding new console launches has always been so weird to me. Yeah, I think people, again, I, I think, why am I saying again? All, <laughs> all day today, it's, I'm tired. Um, Those verbal texts, you can't get rid of them. You can't. Once you start down that path, and you're just filling time on a slow news day. That's I started telling, saying like on six, when I was 16, oh, and then I'm, yeah. I was done. Like, that just ruined, again, there, that ruined Bam. my life, yes. See, now you're all taking notes in chat. I'm sure yeah. you already were. <laughs> anyway, um, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a surprise to see this, because I the, think the companies, you know, they want to put as much into the announcement, you spend so much money on it, so never mind that it's not that surprising that there's like half the games they show in that montage that are coming. It just, it wraps it up in one nice bow on the event, so I'm more interested when we're gonna see the PlayStation 5 reveal, if it's, you do we think it's still on track for like this, everyone's guessing like the same type of yeah. PS4. February is my February guess. reveal event, like it is before the end of the quarter, fiscal year, Q4, the end of this one, going into the next one, so. Probably, because like you know, there are financial reasons of why they pick these dates. Yes, um, usually they want to end the quarter strong yeah. and like get your stocks, you know, a little boost. Last of Us got delayed out of the fiscal year, right? So now you need a little bit of a boost just to keep everybody happy. And uh, we already know it's coming holiday though, and and yeah. and who knows? Maybe that played into when Last of Us like was a like I don't know why it changed so quickly. That's another ball of wax that we've gone over before on the show. But um, hold on, this computer's like trying to like restart on me. But with Last of Us getting delayed, and it seemed like they came around and said, you know what, we're also going to be talking about PS5. So I mm -hmm. think we have enough like, you know, irons in the fire. Um, Are you a big RPG guy in general? I like them. I'm hesitating because it's just like I don't have time for them. Yes, and that's I a problem. I specifically avoided World of Warcraft this entire time. Uh, I used to play like Ultima <laughs> Online and like, but I've meaning legitimately, I, and I, and you hear this from other people too. So mm -hmm. I know I'm not alone. I'm like I know I like that type of game. I'm you're afraid you get a little clear. To oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone's told me I should try out FF14, and I'm just like. I can't go near that right now. I can't keep up with like Destiny and Borderlands and then I'm trying to finish like stuff mm -hmm. like Death Stranding and Control and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and all this stuff when it pops. But so, you're listening like some MMO but yeah, I do like things. Them. I love them. Yeah. I'm so excited for even and it yeah, I mean I guess it's an MMO RPG. Diablo, you know, the next Diablo. I guess uh, Diablo four. Like it's Yeah, it struck me more destiny like, I guess, but I guess yeah, I know what you're Yeah, mean, I don't yeah. know if it's massively multiplayer or not, right? That's yeah. always the discussion, like, wait, is it an MMO or is it just a shit? I mean as the line continues yeah. to blur, like But 
just love those types of games. So mm-hmm. I know that I would like this game. I've heard it's got awesome improvements, and I actually know a ton of people in the Destiny community. Um, not that they're like <laughs> the, the purveyors of MMORPGs, <laughs> but like uh, that love it as well. But meaning yeah. people that I that have similar game tastes. And yeah, like, I mean Destiny is yeah. Bungie just straight up calls it an MMO right at this point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you like these games? Do you did you play fourteen at all? So I played some fourteen. I like it, but the problem with me is that. When I'm paying a subscription cost for a game, I always feel pressure to either right. be playing it or like that I'm not maximizing my time with yeah. it. So like if I'm playing another game, I feel bad that I'm not playing this game I'm paying for actively. That's exactly it. <laughs> and like it could cost a dollar a month and I'd still be feeling bad about it. Yeah. Well, and it's because you sign up to be part of, yeah, just the experience and the community and... There's some. It's weird because like the. It's not even about the money. It's the commitment you made and standing by it as yeah. a gamer. That's what I would say. I, I'd be the, like, it's not yeah. even about the money. It's that I committed to doing this. Like mm-hmm. obviously, I'm paying this every month, so I should probably check in on it. You know? I think my perspective needs to change. Of like, I need to think of it like Patreon. Of like, even if <laughs> yes. I don't watch every show it's or not a bad like way listen, to think about it, listen to all that stuff, I'm paying for the service to be up in case I want to come back to it at some point. Yeah, it's not not a bad way to look at it. Fran, we are 28 minutes into the show and we're all done with our news. Yeah. So I wrote here. I keep looking. Yeah, if I'm glancing <laughs> at the computer, I'm like, has anything broken during no, the show? No, because it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. There's yeah. nothing. To, like, next week's show are going to be shit shows as well. And we're going to think of something stuff. Yep. But because today I just could not think of anything else, I wrote as a headline, let's just fucking rank every notable Star Wars video game. <laughs> yeah. And I told Imran, I was like, I can't do that. Like, there's so many Star Wars games that I've not played and also that I barely remember, but I'm happy t- for, to be a bouncing board. And, yeah. you know, I have a few, like, oh favorites. Oh, my God. There's so many games. Yeah. So, these are, there's not even, there's not all of them. This is just the notable ones I picked out. And, and the other problem you face is this is a video show and it's not like it's edited in post with, like, B roll. Yeah, no. We're and not it's also that. a podcast. Oh, bro, but meaning, I get you. Are you. You want B-roll? I'll get B-roll in there. No, but this is my question of like, are you going to read through every Star Wars game that you listed before we, we can talk also, about them? I can, I can show them the list, too. <laughs> yeah, at least Kevin word. can show you the list. Okay, That's, yeah, we That actually that. is super helpful for there the video. There we go, look at that. There See my point? Woo, That'll help him out. What yeah. we're going to do, are we choosing we're going to put like a plus or minus behind every game, whether or not we have positive feelings. And if it's just like, I don't know that game, sign up. but that d- title is dumb. <laughs> if you at home are looking at this list and you're like taking it at all seriously... Stop. Because we're not. This is bullshit. We're trying to fill some fucking time. Yeah. So we're just going to go through the games and say whether or not you have positive feelings, memories, or reputation about it. Mm-hmm. Let's start. Star Wars. This 19- was your idea. You're carrying this one. I yeah. had other ideas. This is- Star Wars 1983 Arcade. Never fucking played it. I've heard good things. I'm pretty sure I played it. I just don't remember. So positive, though. Yeah. Kevin, agree with the positive? Uh, I've never played What's it. What's the system? Uh, actually, like- let me look it up. because I This gotta- is going <laughs> to... What? Well, is this to Fran, do a plus think, and, Francis? To do a plus think, and minus on every game. Fran is, Michael, you're thinking very hard about this. <laughs> All right. Uh, this you're looks not, cool though. Oh man, if this is let me see, hold on. Look, look at this. Podcast listeners are like, oh God. Well, what should are they should be doing? watching is what they should be doing. <laughs> well, look, look know, at this. Both. We appreciate like, your support. This looks rad. For a nineteen eighty three game, I, this I looks have fucking awesome. This and it was great at the time. Is yeah. it not good now? Great. I no, this looks cool. So how does it rank against Fallen Order where we this is, this is very I love Fallen Order. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we're going to put it as a positive. Yeah. Star right, Wars going. Masters of Terracossi. Never played it. You've never played it? Have you seen it, at least? Yeah, is, of course. Is, I've, seen, I've seen all these games in trailers. I can't, I honestly can't remember all these games. <laughs> it's oh, a Star yeah. Wars fighting game. Yes. I that is. Now, I'm going to guess negative. 
And I would, remember. I I would put this as negative. It is not a good fighting game or a good game or a good Star Wars game at but all. Dude, Darth Vader versus Boba Fett. We've all been thinking about it. Now we can finally see it. Just play uh, Soul Calibur and, and go play. Yeah, honestly, characters. if we're looking at fighting games with Darth Vader or even games with Darth Vader, maybe I should put Soul Calibur. Yeah, you really fudged no, it up, you, you No, he there. was like a special character that wasn't even in every version. He was just in the what, PlayStation That doesn't version? matter. He existed in it. Yes. You could play it. But that yeah. doesn't make it a Star Wars game. This is a list of Star Wars games. Don't That's try to fair. fran this up. Don't try <laughs> to that. fran this up. All right, we're putting a negative beside that one. Connect Star Wars. I'm bleeding internally going through this segment. <laughs> Connect Star Wars, which is the one with the, the solo <laughs> dance segment. I don't remember anything about it besides that. You want me to pull it up? I or? honestly don't. Honestly, no. It's a Kinect <laughs> game. Who cares? It's better this way. We're putting a negative besides that. Hey, not all of Kinect was bad. Oh, man. Mm, Dan Just Central let me, was right. Let me show you the thumbnail of it. Ready? Remember, I reviewed Kinect Fitness. Oh, do you uh, fucking remember that Kinect reveal where that guy was faking playing Star Wars? Where, like, a Death Star was crashing into the screen and he was going, like, turn into the side? No. No, I don't. It was like see, I, see I erase many of the bad memories of gaming. Yeah, this is Connect Star Wars. We're looking at a racing segment that was in it. Um, it's like pod racing segment. We need to get a Connect in here and play like the Dragon Ball game. Remember. Wait, this wasn't a racing don't. game, was it? Connect Star it, Wars. It seems like it had some racing. Aspects. Skip ahead. Like, this is. Yeah, I think it was like, like you hold the two things like one in each. Uh, other. Oh I man, you get to be a. Uh, what the hell yeah. is this crazy? Are we moving this from negative to positive? I think we have to. Okay, we're moving Look this from negative to positive. <laughs> All right, Yoda stories. I remember you playing. Just give that a positive. Oh, right. Yeah, you don't think it's worth a positive? Hold on, we can have a conversation. You know, I put a positive I'm not for here it. to debate. We're I'm trying here. to fill time. <laughs> you're doing a great job. You've got like 50 more titles. To I don't think you've thought this through at all. Yoda stories was on desktop PC. It sucked ass. We're putting a negative beside that. Excellent. Was that Windows 98? Yes, probably came out in 97. I remember playing so it on my like Windows 95 compact Presario. Oh man, I. <laughs> Looking at the gameplay, it's like, yeah, this looks like it sucks. It does suck. <laughs> See, this would make a great B uh, segment with B-roll. Kevin, you're doing a good we're job. We're doing B-roll, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I'm, I'm supporting what he's doing. It's helping it's tremendously. Just, oh, wow. Man, Video producer that. in me is, like, tweaking out. I'm sorry. That Luke sprite is <laughs> like... This can't be real. Can we... Is that this the thumbnail? Like I think the, that's the thumbnail. Yeah, so this is Yoda Stories, uh, 1997 on Windows. Thumbnail. Yes, I do want to use that Luke Sprite. It looks like it was inspired by, like, uh, Zelda and Final Fantasy you know, It looks like a bad RPG maker game. There's so, much, yeah. there's so much detail on his face compared <laughs> to the rest of him. This doesn't look so good. Oh, they God, that, like that's, that Ewok. Oh, my Ewok. God. Oh, okay. I like it. I dig it. Oh, that guy in the corner. Let's, let's give a negative Fantastic. to that one and move on. Yeah, we're, we're just picking that. Star Wars Rebel Assault. We're going to find out that back some that, that probably was like some tremendous accomplishment. No, it, <laughs> it wasn't. wasn't. I played it. 1997, I know. Rebel okay. Assault, which came out on... We had Super yeah. Metroid by then, you know? Yeah, Rebel Assault 93. Uh, I don't remember it being great. I remember it being cool. Let's go with a plus then. Let's go with a plus. <laughs> Rebel Assault 2. If Rebel Assault 1 is a plus, then probably 2, for sure. <laughs> Because that's how gaming works. That's how video games work, friend. The sequel's always great. Yeah. Sequel's always better because it's the same thing, but more. It's definitely Star not Wars true. Episode One: The Phantom Menace. I think, Kevin, when you were talking yeah, to me earlier, this I might have been what you were referring one, to. And I love this game. I thought that was the pod racing one. It's not. No, no, no pod no. racing is on here, I think. But this, this is a third-person Phantom Menace game. I recall playing this. I'm just waiting for you to get to the, uh, the, the Rogue Squadron stuff. Yeah, we'll get to that. Good. Uh, let's give this a plus because Kevin liked it. Jedi Power Battles. That was a. It was also a third person. But it was like mostly a 
final fight ish perspective, like a side scrolling perspective. Uh, I recall it sucking. So let's give it a minus. Bounty Hunter. See, I must have played Bounty this Hunter on gets two pluses. Two pluses? We're giving it two pluses. Hell yeah. I love Bounty Hunter. Did I try to replay it and the controls are absolutely terrible? Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> Bounty Hunter, I, it came out recent, not recently, but a couple no. of years ago on PS4, too. Uh, yes, it came out with the, like... Uh, like PS2 on PS4, backwards compatibility kind of I, thing. But, well, I got it with, the, like, the, there was a limited edition, like, Star Wars-themed PlayStation that had yeah. that on it. Okay, yeah. And it was great. So I mean, no, it was terrible, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it still exists, thus it. plus. Okay. It, like, it still had strafing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah but back then, that that's that totally... Like, yeah, no, I understand. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you Let me out? know if there's any videos you want me to pull up. Uh, we're probably Everyone. gonna get episode one racer just because it's cool. Star Wars Arcade, I, I'm gonna yeah. get minus. No, no, no. I did what I did like Star Wars Arcade. Really? Yeah, Ooh. it was great okay. at the time. Like Give that's the one where you get into like a lightsaber battle with Darth. At uh, you do get into like a lightsaber battle and so right. That's the one with the control. That's the lightsaber and everything on Man, it. I don't know. I don't fucking it? remember. I'm pretty sure it is. No All right. Um, and it was great. We're we're giving it's it a plus. plus. It is episode one racer, which is I think up until like. Honestly, fairly recently, probably the best Star Wars yeah, game. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Totally. Sorry. A Star Wars yeah. arcade. I was making sure I remembered correctly. Is this what you're talking about? Yeah. Pod racing game. Is it N64? Yeah, it was N64, yeah, it... Uh, Windows, PC, or, yeah, PC, and Dreamcast. This game rocked. I don't know what it, like... Man, pod racing, like, like they go fast. Yeah. <laughs> right? They mean, did like, capture Those are that. kilometers per hour. Yes, I recall this being like it was. It was all right. It wasn't like a stinker, um, and and it was cool. And I think at the time it was like, well, they took the best thing out of. Um, yeah, you know, if you're mining Phantom Menace for a game, this is the yeah. logical game I'm to sorry, pull from it. Are you saying the pod racing was the best thing in Phantom Menace? <laughs> oh, oh, no. uh, not the best. It was one of the best things. Okay. Wait, what is it the was bo- that? And, what is and the, the other end best thing? The, the last the dual face. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Can someone on Gurong answer me whether Watto is in this game? Because that might deserve a plus plus. He cat, he better be in that game. I know Sabota is. Say, I say the racer gets a plus plus because I remember Doesn't? being a lot we fun. call okay. Watto himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We have connections. You know? Star Wars Trilogy Arcade. I don't remember it. Oh, see, that's the one I was thinking of. Is that... God damn it, Fran. That's I the one the I was thinking of. Yeah, the, the video you showed me, it would have been a 98 game, not a 93 yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I was thinking of a trilogy arcade. I don't remember a regular Star Wars arcade. All right, I will give that one a plus. This, oh, this is the yeah, this, Sega this is the one, one I was okay. thinking about. You get into like a lightsaber battle, but you also scrolling. fly around and like TIE Fighter and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, oh. it was good. I mean, again, not like a brilliant game, but for an arcade game, it was cool. Yeah, to, like, I remember playing this. this the movies. It was yeah, the lightsaber yeah, yeah. thing that stuck out to me. And we've come so Sorry, so that's Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh look at you. This is basically Jedi Fallen Order right here. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> the makings of. Hey, man, all of these games influenced each I other. I love Boba Fett's like, thing of like, maybe this time he won't yeah. block it. So again, for those listening, it... Uh, you know, it not only had like racing and mm-hmm. reticle based like shooting, but it also yeah. had like some lightsaber mechanics because yeah. you used uh, the control, the joystick, or I swear it had an actual lightsaber don't, you would use. Don't give those people that are just listening little Kevin, lightsaber. you guys are the worst. <laughs> you know what I mean? They should He's be watching. Look at your worst. hair. It looks beautiful. I mean, they should, they should tune in. Look at that. Speaking I of. I did a little blowout today. You, you know? certainly did. We see it, buddy. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of movie theater Star Wars experiences, the Star Wars Battle Pod. Have you seen one of those at least? No. You've never been to a movie theater arcade and seen like that Oh, no, pod. I've seen it. Yes. I'm sure I've played it, too. I just... <laughs> Wait, have you? 
Uh, I've played I, it. I've never played it. I've always wanted to, and it's just one of those things that like I've never had the quarters when I needed them. It's the quarters, <laughs> and like most of the machines you go to are like just fucking broken. Yeah. But it is pretty cool, so I'm gonna give it. Well, a plus. it was. It's, yeah, this game. This looks great. I have not. Oh, played this it. is like someone with a GoPro on their head. Oh I, wow! This is the right video, though. Yeah, yeah. It's Whoa. got like the it has like the curved screen on it. Yes, Fuck, I'm gonna go. To I feel like I have tried. this. I wanted to so. buy this thing honestly, but it's like seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah, no, it is not cheap. Yeah. It's using really cool. Maybe if it was sixty k, you know. Yeah, it's either that or the Tesla truck. Yeah. You know, skip ahead of it. Let's see like what this yeah, gameplay is. Decide. No, this looks yeah. Sad. This looks I mean, cool. This looks incredible. This is a Namco Bandai game as well. So yeah, yeah. I know Namco way. Bandai. Sorry. I no, it's okay. I actually really like when you, you say like that way. Namco Bandai. But I like giving Namco you shit. Bandai. Anyway, that's a yeah. plus. Whoa. This is cool. Whoa. This is fucking really cool. Whoa. He's gonna throw. <laughs> that's exciting why, stuff. Why is this not on VR? What? Oh, Dude, that's a good that's idea. That's a great call. Yeah. It would take a lot of work. You didn't think he was going to hit the We're rock there? For yeah, I thought he was. Yeah, it was cool. I'm sorry I got all worked up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to the SNES game, Super Star Wars. No, I yeah. hate these games. Definitely. You hate them? Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things that, like, they're so incredibly hard and they are. poorly mm-hmm. designed. Where it's like, oh, you have to jump perfectly on this thing. You I know mean, what? Those, I agree with you. Games then. <laughs> those games are way too fucking hard. Mm-hmm. But I might give it a Return of the Jedi because that last Darth Vader fight's pretty cool. I might give that one a plus. I don't remember. All right, I put an equal sign, but <laughs> that you know what? That's that's probably the right <laughs> sign to put on. <laughs> All right, everything. Just put an equal sign next to everything. Uh, Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire, the ninety-six to N sixty-four game. I this game was not necessarily met with like broad. Love, it was really recall, well anticipated. But it was I like, really liked it just yeah. because like it was one of the only things you could play at the time. You were dash fucking Rendar. Yeah, and I mean, you wish you didn't care about. It, I assume you're. No, I was right. like, oh, it's a, it's another guy that's like Han Solo. This. I didn't either. I never read the books. I was like, yeah. it's, it's a cool gunslinger in the Star Wars universe. Wow, uh, this game looked worse than I. But remember. yeah, I was gonna say I re- recall <laughs> yeah. it having issues and all, but I liked it as <laughs> I mean, a fan. Yeah, this does not look good at all. On the other hand, like it's terrible. You can just like. He's fighting slave one though. Get in first good. person and shoot Wampas in the face. Yeah. He jumps somewhere. Else. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I, this game definitely was. <laughs> Not remembered as being any good. Look at all the frame rate issues, everything. I mean, it's, an N64. A, kid, it's a launch N64 game. As a kid, a and it was Star Wars, I was still excited to check it out. Yeah. So, I remember, like, like, enough. Plus it is. But there was nothing to play. Yeah, let's like, give it a plus. So you gotta, like, you gotta compare it with the time. For, I mean, granted, any game that comes after Mario 64 is gonna look worse. Yeah, like, if you're ranking stuff based on does it hold up today, that's No, absolutely not. So. Uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed. I fucking amazing game, yeah. right? Um, you know what's sad is I... Here's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. When you get, like, I can't remember. There, there's a point in it where you're in, like, a dock of, like, a Star Destroyer. Yeah. And you can pull um, the TIE Fighters out and, like, throw them. Oh, dang. So Really? Cool. It might be, that might be Force Unleashed 2. But, like, they both had, like, I remember uh, Force Unleashed 1 felt way more linear. Mm-hmm. Force uh, Unleashed 1 has the better intro, though, where you're playing as Vader on Kashyyyk. And just like destro- oh, killing all those Wookiees. Yeah, and you find him. That's right. Man, that was cool. That was so fucking cool. I wanted to give it a plus just for that, honestly. Like they're they're both pluses because they were still able to in it, some capacity. I, you felt like you had Give the us force. that Jedi. Yes. Yeah. And you it's know, one feeling. of the, it, It's like the total opposite of Jedi Fallen Order that way. Right, yep. Like those games felt like they're if Platinum made a Star Wars game, it would be that kind of like just use your force, whatever, just fucking pull Death Stars out of the sky. Or not Death Stars, Star Destroyers out of the sky. Death Star with dang. That's a lot of force power. I mean Star Destroyers equally stupid. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous, but at the same time 
You just like fly it. your ship through many. Did you ever hear the uh, what? God, what was the names? Kevin, do you remember what George Lucas wanted to call Starkiller originally? Uh, no, but it wasn't Starkiller the original last name for right. Skywalker. But in a meeting, it was like the developer said, like George Lucas came to the meeting and he had these names and Darth Icky. That Darth was it. Icky. Huh. He wanted to call him Darth Icky, and they thought it was a joke. Thank God they like <laughs> they were able to control that. All right. So we got a couple of strange names here. Battlefront for the 2004 PS2 game. Uh, again, I was all right with it at the time, but plus. not like, yeah, I mean. Battlefront 2. Two pluses, buddy. Two it's pluses. It's so binary. I it's like, was it, it okay? Yeah, sure, yeah. I was yeah, fine with but it. but like, that's it. all it has to be, Frank. Yeah. And because EA sucks at naming Battlefront... <laughs> Battle, Battlefront was a lot of fun. I feel like there was a lot of negativity uh, attached to it because it didn't have a story mode. Yeah. But, I mean, I played more Battlefront, I think, than Battlefront 2. I just okay. realized this yeah. list isn't chronological, too. Not That's at all. That's why my brain broke. I, I literally just picked, like, whatever. Yeah, you, you, I went down to Wikipedia list. And I was like, this is really complicated. I picked notable games. Again, if you're at home taking this seriously, don't. Uh, Battlefront 2 2017. The game that started a loot box controversy. Uh, let's let's talk about holistically, like with the multiplayer and the single player. Here's the thing. Yeah, I actually, I, I actually thought it was all right. I've said mm-hmm. this before. I know some people like hated it because of the the way they approached Star Wars and the characters and stuff. But mm-hmm. I was like, for using the dice engine and what it was. Um, again, it was it was all right. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, but it's no fallen order, you know, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. Fran, is it a plus? Yeah, it's a plus. There's a lot of people who who do not like that. How game. do you feel about Kevin? Um, um honestly dude, I, it's got multiplayer I didn't play of... I didn't play too much of it mm-hmm. and um what I did play like the story mode I think I played like maybe half I know that the story isn't very long It's very arcadey like, yeah, yeah but like I mean I had a decent enough time um I wish I had given the multiplayer like way more time cuz yeah. like if if feel like they had tightened some stuff up and it was fun yeah i mean they yeah. kept improving on it i mean but it's not they had a lot of issues like yeah. a lot sure, I, I think it's a plus. not it's not we'll a, bad a plus game. yeah it may not be uh an amazing star wars game and many almost all star wars games are not amazing star wars games that's why this list is like everything's actually like yeah it is yeah it's the equal sign or it's the, div- <laughs> the divide <laughs> sign it's not it's not either divide for divisive. Like, i don't know uh, you know this is an interesting one because i've never played the old Republic games. I have seen enough of it that I think it's cool, but I know that they had to yeah, rehaul it or overhaul it at some point. No, Old Republic's a plus. Yeah, just everything being voice acted for MMORPGs is a cool thing to begin mm-hmm. with. Also, why they couldn't update it as quickly as they needed yeah. to. I can All handle right. Rogue Squadron stuff. By the way, you didn't put Battle for Naboo on here? That's I, okay. I saw that it. That was like the like, sequel to Rogue Squadron, and it was it's actually a plus. Um, so I can handle these easy. Rogue Squadron plus, Rogue Squadron 2 minus, Rogue Squadron 3 plus. Because Rogue Squadron 2 is the one that they mistakenly tried to do, like, putting you on the ground and uh, not great. So. Wait, you're, okay, Rogue Squadron 2 you're saying is bad. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I'm fine with that. That was the mess up. That's where they screwed it up. Rogue Squadron regular is fantastic and probably one of the best games on the GameCube. Oh, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. So we're giving well, wait, that... Yeah, Rogue, you're saying Rebel Strike. Double plus. Or, no, I'm saying Rogue Leader. Uh, Rogue Leader was the GameCube launch game. Yeah, 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 wait, 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 sorry. I'm... I'm actually saying the now I'm mixing it up. Maybe Brand. was it Rebel Strike Brand. that put when did they put Rebel Luke Strike on is when they put you on the ground. Sorry, yeah, I had it backwards. Yes. That's what I was intending to say. Is it was Rebel Strike the follow up to Ro- yeah, Rogue Leader was incredible. Yeah, Rogue Leader is the like <clears throat> That's what I meant to say. The second what I was getting is the second one on GameCube. That's not no good. Yeah. So we're going to give that a minus? Yeah. Okay. 
Excellent. I mean, the flying still was still fine. Yeah. Just like overall, it was like Rogue Leader at the time was just like incredible. So X Wing, I'm gonna say, is a really good game. It, it was like a Star Wars PC flight simulator. One of the up until a certain period oh, yeah. of time, probably the best Star Wars Super game. Super influential. And in well. that period of time was right up until fucking Tie Fighter. Tie Fighter is, I think, the best Star Wars game. Still now. Still now. Fifteen know, years later. Let's see. Let's see if anyone of you wrongs me on that bullshit. All right. <laughs> I mean, I think it's hard to argue a, a fifteen-year-old game that. Do you want me to pull it DOS up at all? If you want to, like, it, like it's a it's a cool ass game, but it's like it was the first game that lets you play from the Empire's perspective, and like you would be doing like, what's the word I'm looking for? Conflicting orders for various people. So like, well, this would be good for the Empire, like but this is good stuff, for the right? Emperor. Mm-hmm. Where's the actual gameplay? Well, we know it's a plus. Yeah. Well, I know, but I'm trying to see go, what it looks like. Yeah, go like. pretty deep Whoa. into it. Keep in mind, it was a DOS no, game. No, no, I know. Yeah. I understand that. This is vector graphics. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see this stuff, though. Yeah, like you get, you got to play Hey, play we wouldn't be bombers. where we are today without this stuff. Man. Yeah. Again, that's why I was like, depending on how you, you rate the list, like, yeah. I'm pretty sure this is on sale on um, GOG now. These plus days. or minus is a pretty good way, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love where we're at with this. <laughs> All right. X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. You know what? Probably not great. <clears throat> X-Wing versus TIE Fighter was multiplayer focused for the most part, and I think they ended up patching the stories yeah, in. But I would call that being a plus. You'll be giving a plus? Okay. Did you just give TIE Fighters three pluses? I gave TIE Fighter three pluses. Yeah, there's yeah, a multi- You're not I keeping up, it. Kevin. There's a multi-plus system. <laughs> no, that's I figured been, it out yeah. now. Yeah, it's been developed. X-Wing Alliance, I'll just give a plus. Like, it was a good sequel, but not necessarily, like, a better one. Mm-hmm. All right, Jedi Jedi Knight and Jedi Knight 2. Wait, did Wait. I put these in the wrong... Yeah, no, I put these... No, these are fine. Jedi Knight Jedi 1 out- and 2... It's okay. it's confusing because they have subtitles Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy. Yeah, and they're releasing on top years, of like, you know them being Jedi Knight. You know what? They're both good games. Let's give them pluses. Yeah, I mean they're yeah. good boys. Uh, Star Wars Republic Commando, twenty thousand five. Think two might have been better or something than mm-hmm. one in that case, but uh, Republic Commando. That was the I when liked. you're like clone troopers. Yeah, yeah. I liked Republic Commando. It was a good game. Let's give it a plus. It looks cool. All right, Dark Forces. I don't recall the original being great. Dark Forces 2 was good. I didn't play Dark Forces. Pretty sure. Did not. We'll give it an equal sign. <laughs> we developed the new rating system. Right. Uh, Dark Forces 2 was good. We'll give that a plus. It's, this list makes me realize how uninformed on the Star Wars games I am. <laughs> you have so much to do over winter break now, Frank. Yeah, I have so much to play. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Great game? I what? mean, that, One that's, plus? Like a, that's a quadruple plus. We're man. giving it a quadruple Despite plus. Despite... The awful okay, frame right. rate. So now we're adding, awful like, I didn't rate. know we had this many plus signs. I we mean, you gotta keep up. We're breaking when the glass ceiling, Kevin. We did Bounty Hunters, <laughs> all I'm trying to say. When we um, rated Bounty Hunter, I didn't know there were this many options for the yeah. pluses. I honestly don't remember KOTOR 2. Um, I'm gonna assume it's still a plus, though. I don't know how many pluses. Mm. KOTOR 2 was the one that was kind of unfinished, because then Obsidian uh, exactly. did not give it enough time. Sequels can go. Yeah, I... Just I went up and I gave Dude, uh, was just Bounty Hunter another plus. So we, we raised the Bounty Hunter ranking right. one plus. And how, now we're at Fallen Order. Just I'm going to give Coder just today. one plus. That's right. fine. Fallen it's it's been a week. Yeah, I'm going to go with two pluses. Two pluses. Yeah. You know, I uh, we talk about our Gamescast this week for a good like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so check out the latest episode, which is out for everybody on Monday. Yeah. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. But... Um, Man, I, I think I was... Well, Greg and I Wait, like no, it the you guys most. Are, no, 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 no. We're giving this the most pluses. The I most pluses? I fucking love this game right now. I'm oh, going to yeah, take no, you guys I on... Was, I was, 
I'm gonna take Kevin on faith because I like I'm not I'm kind of iffy on it right now, but I from he convinced me that mm. I think there's like I'm there's just around the corner. Around the corner. Yeah. It yeah. was cool to hear you talk because I was like, oh shit, I was there. <laughs> I was where you were. Kevin, I'm excited the for you. to Reason keep going. I gave it two plus because exactly because of how that table went. I felt like Tim and Imran were like, yeah, you know, I like it. It's cool. I like it. But Greg, and I, Tim, no, I think Tim and really me especially. It. Like I'm I'm over the moon about it. Despite it absolutely has some flaws to it, but man. What a cool game. And thank God, because we that's the thing with this list. And it is this is why it's most relevant and why, you know, smart that you brought it up. But just mm -hmm. like Fallen Order just is such an accomplishment amongst all these Star Wars games that's made. You can love or hate some of these issues, you know, the camera issues and uh well, it has it has glitches on the console that need to be fixed and stuff like that, but it's still from a core game design, it is just awesome. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like the tone that you bring up consoles in. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh does it not have issues that it it, it has some edges that need to be roughed out. Or, like, rough edges need to be buffed out. I mean, I wouldn't know. That's an I had a fairly <laughs> flawless tech experience. I'm looking forward to a sequel to that game greatly. Yeah. 60 frames a second family out here. <laughs> but a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order is so far away, Fran. If I wanted to know what's coming to the mom and grop shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software <laughs> across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny show games daily show host <laughs> each and every weekday i try to go off script and i get it sometimes mm. anyway yeah out today narco is rise of the cartel lost is out on xbox one mm -hmm. lost ember is out on ps4 xbox one and pc debris is out on ps4 sniper ghost warriors contracts out on ps4 xbox one pc civilization six is out on ps4 and xbox one Tiny Gladiators is out on Switch. Marvelous Animals is out on Switch. Kings of Lion, or Lorne, sorry, The Fall of Ebrus is out on PC. Green, The Life Algorithm is out on PC. Fear the Unknown is out on PC. My Haunted Doll is out on PC. Beat yeah. School, DG Simulator is out on PC. <laughs> uh, Brass Brigade is out on PC. And Stretch is out on PS4. Deal of the day, the PSN Black Friday sale starts today. It has a bunch of good deals. I would just check it all out if you're interested. Like, I just perusing the list, like, Ace Combat, seven thirty bucks. Borderlands, threes, forty bucks. Persona 5's $10. Sekiro is $38.99. Devil May Cry 5 is $19. Resident Evil 2 is $19. Monster Hunter World is $15. You could catch up on pretty much every good Capcom game this year for, yeah. like, under 60 bucks, honestly. By the way, the title Green, the Life Algorithm. It's surprisingly uh, high action, like old school 2D platformer. I would have assumed it's like, simulator. Kind of like a cool, it's definitely, it's not that. This is like not well up? named. Yeah, go it's ahead. It's like got an old school, like, um, yeah, I don't want to say like, yeah, I mean, it's a little super Metroid y in, in games of that time. So. Have you played it? No, I just okay. pulled it up because I was like, what is, yeah, I was like, what is this simulator? It's nothing like you would oh, think. Yeah. I like that design. Yeah, it actually looks pretty good. It's coming to PS4 as well, so. Yeah. Or maybe it's already out, so. Just FYI, you never know with this list sometimes. I yeah. like to do that as poll. Sometimes you just want to like. You know me. I, the last couple like days the there's, been like, there's been like names of like Borf and Bahamoff and whatever, <laughs> and I'm like, every time I, I laugh out loud. Yeah. All right. So speaking oh, of laughing out loud, we're going to get to some reader mail, which you can get in by going to, or you can write into patreon.com slash kindoffunny, or kindoffunnygames, where you can get the show ad-free as well, and get your question maybe right on the air. But before we do that, Fran, we got to talk a little bit about Third Love. Our sponsors. Nearly all the kind of honeys are using Third Love bras, and it's time to find out why. 
Number one, perfect fit. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz, designed bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and a premium feel. Number two, more sizes than most other brands. Third Love offers more than 80 sizes, including their signature half-cup sizes. Number three, convenient skip the trip. Find your fit with Third Love's online Fit Finder, order, on, order and try on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. If you don't love it, return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to bringing you or helping you find your perfect fit. Fit stylists are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. Returns and exchanges are easy and free, and they have a lot of comfort and quality. Hands down, the most comfortable bra you'll own with straps that won't slip and tagless labels. No itching, they're lightweight, super thin memory foam cups mold to your shape. Third Love donates all their gently used return bras to women in need, supporting charities in the local San Francisco Bay Area and across the United States. So far, Third Love has donated $15 million in bras. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering my listeners 15% off their first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash games to now find your perfect fitting bra. Get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash games for 15% off today. We're also brought to you by Quip. I love brushing my teeth because of Quip. Because they taught me I was doing it wrong. Quip, makers of the Quip electric toothbrush, wants you to know what one single discovery matters the most for your dental care. It's simply this, that if you have good habits, you're good. That means brushing for two minutes, twice a day, and flossing regularly, no matter what brand you use. Quip makes that simple. Starting with an electric toothbrush, reliable floss, and anti-cavity toothpaste. Quip's electric toothbrush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to give a full and even clean. The Quip floss dispenser comes with a pre-marked string to help you use just enough. Plus, Quip delivers a fresh, a fresh brush head, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping, so your routine is always right. Join over 3 million healthy mouths and get equipped today, starting at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash games right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash games. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash games. Quip is the good habits company. We're also brought to you by Upstart. Most of us have found out the hard way. Getting into debt is easy and getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers you smarter interest rates to help you pay off your high-interest credit card debt. Greg needed this when he first moved here. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you, and they understand that. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. The best part? Once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. The next day. Over 300,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate will only take a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash kfgames, games, games. We got a questionnaire from 2038 Pokemon CEO. With the upcoming release of PS5 and Xbox Scarlet, 
when do you think Sony and Microsoft will shut down the stores on the PS3 and Xbox 360? Nintendo turned off the Wii eShop early this year, with people remembering the best games and live streaming the server shutting down. Will we see a similar heartfelt goodbye? I'm sure at some points. Uh, that's funny, because I don't care about it personally. Uh, it is always a bummer, though, when you hear about it, and you're like, dang, I should have bought whatever. Mm-hmm. You, there's always something on there. You're like, oh, you can't get access to that, but... Frankly, all the good stuff should come to these stores on PS, you know, four and five, and right. so any of the good stuff, it shouldn't matter as much. But sometimes yeah. there are, you know, there's, uh, yeah, I knew that was like with eShop especially. There was like some good like ports and stuff like that that were not. They were only available on like that moment in time. Right, but like I assume Microsoft will try and keep them open because they do have a business in like. All your generations of Xbox are available on this system. Yeah, so it behooves them to keep the Xbox 360 store open. Mm-hmm. Sony is a bit more complicated because they are with the the PS3 was a mess in terms of forward thinking architecture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, calm down. <laughs> I mean, it was like that cell processor made it so backwards yeah. compatible with the PS3 is not we easy. See the future, okay? They, they were trying. <laughs> hey, the cell. <laughs> they did try. Powerful. It was trying to get people to figure it out. Like, yeah, to go to Ken Kudaragi's house. And God, he's a, he said some real right shit. Now. But yeah, I. They did not do a great job of making sure all that stuff would be forward right. Compatible. Just the way it ran, all the, the the way the games had to be coded, as well as like even just the infrastructure at the time of the store and stuff, probably. But so like I could fe- feasibly see a situation where they shut down that PS3 store someday. Yeah, like I, honestly, right now, like interesting question. They shut down the PS Plus stuff for it already. Like I think Vita is also shut. But the store, the store, but the PS Plus part of it. Here's what I want to know, Pokemon CEO. What is it on there that you're most concerned about? I'd love to hear that. You know, what is it that you're looking for? There are a few games that... Uh, yeah, granted, I, don't, I don't think he's looking for anything in particular. I'm just saying, like, people get upset when that... Ah, yeah, that, that was happens. my point, though. Let's lay it down and be like, what is it on there that you uh, are interested in keeping up? I mean, there's, I like... like having options. Sorry, Yeah, I'm yeah, <laughs> I, you, yeah. Know, you want to have, like, all the no, options. But, like, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim is an example, but that game was taken off by the license holders I'm sure there's some stuff yeah. I just mean but like the Wii one was actually a bummer because like there's a bunch of shit that was on the yeah. Wii Wear that is well, never coming anywhere and, else and that was different too right because the Wii had didn't it have like built in uh, hardware to help with some of that emulation I thought that it did I thought it, regardless they built some awesome emulator stuff for the Wii hardware right. and that's but even that like the original the, games that like was stuff. Castlevania Rebirth and Contra Rebirth are examples of games that are never going to get ported elsewhere. Yeah, true, that's true. And if you didn't buy them at the time, like that's that. Yeah, like I was thinking the other day, like, well, granted, now it's not a big deal because Rondo of Blood is on PS4. But like, if I wanted to play the original version of Rondo of Blood, it's only on. Yeah. That that's, that's a good point. Yeah. It, it it sucks to be like, only, oh, I'd love to try somewhere. that. It's like, well, it was digital only, and so it's gone. Mm-hmm. Which is just that's the problem with the medium. But uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Imfran, next generation seems to be shaping up to be similar to today's entertainment industry. All about the subscriptions, baby. What's also weird is that Xbox is continuing to make make the push away from home consoles by making their game available basically everywhere and with little buy-in to use xCloud. This is from Nanobiologist, by the way. Mm-hmm. So how can we declare a winner of the generations generation when Xbox consoles' sale numbers will clearly be less than normal because they're going to be much more prevalent everywhere else? Can we just compare apples to oranges between xbox sony and nintendo or with xbox being so accessible will people move away from the notion of a winner and have fun playing games again for the sake of fun thanks nanobiologist i think i I mentioned this on games daily a couple of days ago but i think the idea of the horse race is over like this sold the most units thus is the market leader because like 
let's say you're making a game for Xbox One. Mm-hmm. You're probably also making it for PC. Mm-hmm. Microsoft considers it a win regardless of where you buy it. So, yeah. like, install base-wise, you're looking at an install base that's probably bigger than the PS4 and Switch. So, it makes sense that, like... Wait, between what? Between PC and Xbox One. Well, PC as yes. a whole, but not of all the things that Microsoft publishes. No, that's what, like, like... Meaning, if you're if, count- you're, if you're on Windows, it's a win for them. Yeah, but not in the same way as licensing an Xbox game. It's not the same. De- it's absolutely different revenue. I get right, the point no, you're making, yeah. but meaning if you're going to count, I would just say, well, you've got to count stuff that is uh, exclusively published by those companies and sold by them. So something they get a licensing fee for is what you're saying. Well, No, I would actually say only if you're doing the horse race thing, mm-hmm. the people who make hardware, uh, Stadia is going to be interesting to figure this part out. I think that's where it gets interesting. But you could count the hardware that's been sold, and you can count all the game sales from the stuff they're publishing that's new mm-hmm. every year, right? How many new games did Sony publish and release, not distribute or license, uh, and also how many consoles did they sell? So when they sell six million copies of Days Gone, and they sell you know a million God of Wars, and they sell a million PS4s this year, you know what I mean? Like I feel like it's very relevant still to declare a winner um, for now, right? But I definitely get the point. There's going to be this percentage of people that just buy Gears of War 5 on the phone. But, again, I think it's easy to count. It's published by Microsoft, and it's sold on the phone, so you're still counting the sale. And so I feel like you can you can still do it pretty you, easily. You still have and a horse race, is what you're saying. Exactly, yeah. and I think that between Microsoft and Sony, it's still very relevant. Mm-hmm. Like they, there's a reason why Microsoft just bought up all those studios too. If there was no horse race, then why would why you? Well, because they mean, had no first party studios. Really. But the point is, they're making more money on the stuff they publish and mm-hmm. so on. So uh, yeah, it's 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 just a little harder to make the spreadsheet, but mm-hmm. um, I have the utmost confidence. And you could say the same about Google Stadia. Their model's different. We're still figuring out if they're trying to sell advertising around the platform or something. Like I, we don't know. Yeah. How are you making money in the long run as Google? Google Stadia is a big a question mark. Yeah. But they, we know that it's not about selling. Well, I, I don't know if it's about selling Chromecast. I don't think that it is. It's more about signing up for their services and using, who knows. Using Being them. in the Google ecosystem is how they Exactly. Are, yeah. But my point, they are going to have some published games. And so when you do like that horse race and include them, I think it's pretty, you can count sales of, you know, the, I guess the Chromecast. That, I, that one's going to be the weird one. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have to count like Google sales. Or just none of it matters, honestly. Like, well, that is that's ultimately the truth. It's, what really matters is if like Google Stadia has a killer app and yeah. game and you can easily play it, then awesome. We all just win. I don't care who won the. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. If they have their own version of what God of War was for PS4, I really don't care about all these other, you know. Minor gripes and yeah. well, Nintendo does it best because I mean that, that yeah. is the difference today. Is like I don't, I'm not a kid anymore, and I don't have to choose one console. Um, but also, things have become more available, like we're saying, and like yeah. it's just awesome to have options as a gamer and not have to. You know, we'll see. Will you have to buy a PlayStation Five to play God of War Two or whatever it is? I'm gonna assume you you are at least at the beginning. But on like, Xbox platform, you may not have to do that right Seeming that's one thing they or six yeah. you won't which is they see those things yeah. differently microsoft sees it as like it's an absolute win for us if you just play gears of war five or yeah. six or whatever right that's... but tony's like you better fucking buy a playstation or wait three years mm-hmm. there's a rumor today that ps plus the next ps plus game is god of war i'm gonna be interested to see if that's true interesting oh. by the way do you agree with any of i said am i talking crazy or uh, I or do you think i agree with you that yes you can still empirically measure it but you think it's just over i think the emphasis on it is long gone. Install base still matters, but it's going to matter less and less. 
take it to Reddit and see what happens. <laughs> if yeah. it's over, then Xbox versus Xbox, you know, Scarlet versus PlayStation Five. That thread won't do anything if it's over. That's yeah. my that's my counterpoint. <laughs> so it's alive until it's, that thread dies. It's alive. It's always going to be a thing. <laughs> People are always going to have their yeah. teams, and thankfully, we all win as gamers, uh, just like Phil says. Speaking of all winning as gamers, it's time to squad up where you can join the kind of funny best friends to play video games together. This comes from William Wolfgang, who is looking for Stadia friends with the Stadia name King Wolfgang. I'm super excited to play Destiny again after dropping off before Forsaken. Sorry, Fran. Need, (laughs) Need some squad mates that play late evening. I am even on randomly throughout the week because Stadia runs well at school and I have big gaps in my schedule. You know, that's that's a cool idea. Like, yeah, they I'm, got Wi-Fi yeah. there, right? Yeah, I'm just at school. I'm, like, I'm going to play Destiny here. That was, that's, I have a friend who's a teacher, and he was telling me that like, Fortnite has like, fucked things up. Wolfgang. Added. FM3. Added yeah. you. Have you, have you gotten your thing? Hopefully, I'm one of your first ads. Live you, on the show. Have you gotten your like, Stadia stuff yet? No, I just got the well, code. Got the so all I've okay. done so far is add people. Okay. So we're this far into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it today. I finally you can, got you can play with an Xbox. Oh, wait. No, no, no. All you can, I think uh, it's just, you know, the laptop and uh, PC environment and then TV, Chromecast. But wait, on your phone, you can't connect. uh, No, iPhones, you can't do anything with. I'm using the app to add. You can add people and buy games and all that. If you got a Pixel, I think. King Wolfgang on Stadia. Yeah, I have a Pixel. Yeah. I'm FM3 on there, although I don't know what I'm looking to play at the moment. But I mean, Destiny. I'm going to guess Destiny, yeah. Actually, no. Actually, for Destiny, yeah, feel free to add me. Did you were able to cross save on Stadia? Yes. Okay. Um, I have not able. I didn't log in yet to see. Oh, obviously, yeah. I just got my invite code last night. Mm-hmm. I don't have the hardware yet. So. Oh, you're not FM3 underscore. You're just FM3. I'm. Ju- <laughs> yeah. That's what, Phil, sure that's what that. Phil Harrison was saying. You Only can get FM3. your preferred name early. There you go. Do you know I avoided like whenever we talked about claiming your name, I got really nervous on the show to even just remind <laughs> to people. tell people. Well, I was afraid that they would check their email and they did get their invite code, and somebody out there is gonna like. I when I registered it last night, I was like, thank goodness, FM three was yeah. still available. Suck I have Frank FM three on Steam, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo has never supported a three character name, so I don't have it there. Yeah, and uh, I didn't get it on the Epic Store. That was the other place or Origin. And I remember being really excited to get like. A, Get a Wii U like launch day because I'm like I can just get him wrong because n- this is a new account. No yeah. one's gonna have to like get it, put in the name, name's too short. Oh really? Yeah, like, exactly. Right? Like what the fuck? So Same I have to problem. I have to put the numbers again, but like every other thing, I can't just have him. I think I went with the. Uh, I think it was just franchise, mm-hmm. like because that was <laughs> an old good. NBA two K or, or an NBA street name that I yeah. had. Anyway. I, you should just say street name. That's that was my old street NBA name. NBA street. It was, yeah, it was my old street name is my initials, which I put. By the way, FM3 is the arcade initials. Everybody yeah. always asks. I'm the third. Fran Mirabella, the third FM3 arcade initials. Fran Mirabella, third strike. That's, that's yeah. sure. Grant, you just corrected me, which also everyone has been doing this entire show. So let's go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong when people have been telling us oh what we got wrong while we got it wrong. So much nanobiologist in here. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love nano. <laughs> Always helpful. Um, Borderlands. I'll start from the bottom. You start from the top. Okay. And now we're here. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. MC Fixer is working on community meetups for Kind of Funny World Tour. They can be found on his Twitter at at MC Fixer. Let's see. Xbox had a cloud project resistance beta in September. Uh, Kachoko has a good note, which is, yeah, it is a Borderlands 3 free-to-play weekend on, um, I guess, I guess not PC, said, uh, PS4 and Xbox, but that's actually awesome deal of the, the weekend is, if you didn't try Borderlands 3, now's a great time to hop in. Yeah. Thanks, Kachoko. Should've known that. 
watch the Borderlands show. I did know that it just wasn't top of mind. Did I, you do the they Malibu? patched it? Mal on takedown came out. There's did a lot of the, like. Did you do that yet? Takedown? No, because I got to get a squad together, and it is end game yeah. content. We tried to do that last night. We got all the way to the boss, but the boss just fucking destroyed us. Wow, I didn't know you and played that hardcore. Look at you. I'm I'm enjoying that game a lot more in post game than I did during the main game. Yeah, I mean I, I like the main game. Yeah. It's going to be on my game of the year list for sure. DJ Kano confirms Wada was 100% in uh, Star Wars uh, Racer, Pod Racer, or Fuck whatever. Yes. Yeah. We need to make a Wado wiki. A Wado wiki? Wadopedia. <laughs> I like that. Um, I think. Is that. That's all that's really. Did you get the. Did you say the beta note or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we got everything. Wado hunts the campe- Cantina song in Pod Racing. Okay. Brilliant. I'm going to look that up later and I'm going to tweet about it. Not as cute as BD one though. BD one is very cute. It's very cute. I I between that yeah, and Baby Yoda, we're saying that. Yeah, sure. It's definitely not as cute as BD one. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, you're a good. I'm point, just saying, Water not a cute character. You know? oh, I don't know. Come on. We got that Water mask Annie. in the back. <laughs> was it supposed to be an Italian stereotype? Yes. I guess. Yeah. 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 For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I always those movies were super fucking racist. That. Yeah. Totally. It All was right. the yeah. Targaryen. It was the Japanese uh, or uh, Asian accented ones. Yeah, that yeah, re- I was like, oh, like, yes. Well, That's just intense. not right. Yep. Anyway. All right. This is Friday. So on Monday, it's you and me again, Fran. We'll be back. Uh-oh. Generate some news on the weekend. We need your help. Yeah. Tuesday is going to be me and Gary Witta. Gamescast will be recording on Monday. It'll be you, me, and Andy. It will be a show where people can call in and talk to us, similar uh-huh. to that the dating that, thing. I've heard none of this, that by the way. dating yeah. thing? Excuse me? Who's hosting? That and, uh, well, yeah, stuff is what I don't know who's hosting. Probably Andy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll figure. I, it. I asked Kevin right. if we could do it. He's like, I don't know. And then here, I'll put a, I'll next put time I came back, he's like, Yeah, for sure, absolutely. So Patreon subscribers can watch that and they can call into the show and talk with us about pre-Thanksgiving gaming stuff. Oh, there'll be plenty to talk about. We'll have some what good games stuff. Games are you grateful for? Yeah. Perfect. Also, Thanksgiving recipes. I would like to know if people think Ooh. Thanksgiving recipes because I, I have to make a side dish for my brother. We're gonna rank Thanksgiving. Yeah. Food live. Okay, I'm not doing the turkey. I just gotta do a side dish. But uh, I, yeah, share that stuff. I call in with Thanksgiving recipes. I make some mean mashed potatoes too. That's right. After the show, Kev, do we have a screencast? Uh, no, there's no screencast. Oh, there's none today. I thought it was on Friday. Oh, it is, but we've moved it over because we've got hmm. Mandalorian next. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get. I guess to. Ah, what is next? All right. What's coming up next? Mandalorian in review. In review, episode three. three. Yeah, Ch- I watched it. I'm gonna be th- oh, the yeah? hell out of here. Like yeah. That's my favorite of the episodes, finally. Yeah. It took a while for me to warm up that to it, actually. Yeah. I didn't know that was Pedro Pascal, Pascal until, like, a w- the other day. Wait, who's Pedro Pascal? All right, that's Mandalorian talk. All right, save yeah, okay, Save yeah. for the next show, and we're, we're, we're over All right, <laughs> we're out. We've been in here for a long time. Fran, thanks Pleasure for hosting. See you Monday. See you Monday. See y'all Monday. <laughs>